So I remember back in high school, my mom used to get so mad at me because I would spend so much time behind just my hair. I used to spend my whole paycheck from Aeropostale and just buying hair products from some company online. It was called Hans de Foucault. It was my, my go-to hair company. What was company. it called? Hans de Foucault. Yeah, I oh, used to wow. I used to watch this YouTuber. He was a hair YouTuber. All of his YouTube Don't forget videos. to sponsor us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, so like I've always put so much emphasis behind my hair. I don't know why. I I've always felt like I needed like an additive to my personality. I I, I don't know. I maybe maybe it was like an insecurity. I don't know why, but I always had like the thought of like buzzing my head one day. You know, so. Mm recently over the last two years i don't know what's been going on i've just been in a little bit of a draw i need a little bit of change and i was like you know what it might be time it might be time you know what i did it might be time what do you do buzz it off it's gone oh no wow, more wow, wow. no more and guess what how do you feel i look good as hell yeah that's the do. crazy part yeah you do yeah that's my only update you look I like a little you look like a little dominican boy running uh-huh. around orlando uh you know me that's a yeah. This man has such long hair, and he cut it off. I hated it, bro. I used I put and it, it's pointless because I wear a hat every single day. Whatever. That's the only update I got. No, um, but it's it's like a change that you needed, and also you look good both ways, and that's <laughs> yeah, very yeah. rare. So yeah, you made it work. I do it all. I got options. All what's right, new, my my change, you? my change. I started my last semester of graduate school, which that's means. Not a change. <laughs> you started yeah, like no. a few weeks ago come on no I, I started last week but i started student oh, teaching this semester and i have student teaching every single day and that means i have to wake up at five thirty in the morning every single day which isn't too bad considering i like the schedule you know i like the routine but it's also like five thirty in the morning every single day you know that's just like a little bit you know a little it's bit too much, too much it's sometimes. like in high school again no, in high school I used to wake up at seven thirty. What? Seven fifteen. Yeah. Yep, yep. For for, my, for Florida, for Florida, we I got up at like six, five forty-five. No, 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 not I, not I. Uh, lucky, I had the privilege of a five-minute away school. Wow. You know? Yep, yep. Wow. Guys, we missed you a lot. It feels like we haven't talked to you guys in a while. Yeah. Mashun and I both did get food poisoning, and then we had. Mm. The guest episode with Mr. Robin Day. If you guys didn't listen to it, please go listen to yeah, it. Yeah, that was one of my favorites so far. And yeah, it's been a while since we talked to you guys. So that's why we're updating you. We don't really have too much to say. It's just we just want to talk, you know. And, and we, we recently recorded with our second guest. Not going to yeah. name drop, but... We're not revealing yet. Hey, this one's we're a banger. We're excited about that one, This too. one's a banger. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'll see. Thank you guys for tuning in to our podcast, Difficult-ish, a podcast about South Asian narratives. Before we go any further, I'm giving you guys three seconds right now. Leave us a five-star review. We only got 28 right now. We, we got a lot more than 28 listeners. So right now, right. we're taking a moment of silence. Leave us a five-star. It takes a second. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Moment and if, if you're listening on Spotify, it's literally right there. Like, you know what right a moment when you of click on an episode. Moment of silence is? What was that? I said moment oh. of silence. You just kept talking about right it. Yo, you... You didn't even let me introduce myself. <laughs> I didn't introduce myself either. We're taking a moment right now. Thank you, guys. My name is Mashun, and you are... Um, I'm Hua. And, and we are Difficultish. And today... Today, we're back with another advice session. I'm not yeah. letting this man talk again. Uh, He's talking too much. We're no, coming uh, back with uh, our third advice session. <laughs> are you gonna say i'm not you're not gonna be talking just stop talking uh today we're doing our third advice session if you guys don't follow us on instagram um once in a while we ask you guys to send us just different things that you want advice on i don't know why no, wait, you're telling but this, stu- us like us like we don't we, we're not experts on no anything. but this time around you guys went ham like it's yeah we like usually get like waiting we usually you, get you know like, when no, few, no, no, no 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 wait you know you know when like like water is ah. like stuck <laughs> when and it's about stuck. to like it's like about to torpedo out but there's like a cover blocking the water supply <laughs> you guys were like that and we finally opened the cap and you guys splurt out i'm like <laughs> i'm i want to cut that out but i'm not going to you know <laughs> 
No, you get like you, we got so many responses. Also, yeah. I I feel like I'm kind of delirious. Like the way I've been waking up early, it's 10:30 yeah. p.m. right now. Yeah, I have to sleep soon. Yeah, if because we, uh, I gotta wake up at five o'clock. If we if we end up not making any sense, just please leave us be. I mean, it, you're listening at your own discretion. We're not experts on right. any of this stuff. Uh, we have right. five noted down, so hopefully we can get through all five. But we got a lot more. Um, but uh, I hope I hope you guys are okay because you guys sent us some more stuff. Is everything okay? <laughs> no, but honestly, on? honestly though, my best friend and I were looking at therapy therapists to you know get into that this year. It's a little mm. new year. We want to you know get our brains straight. I like that. And insurance does not take or therapists do not take the insurance that we have, and we have a very well known insurance, and it's crazy. That like, even after hours of research and even after trying to figure out what places take our insurance, and obviously we, we want a South Asian therapist, the places that claim that take our insurance either don't pick up or say that the website is outdated and they actually don't take our insurance. It's crazy. Therapists are so inaccessible. That's very true. I'm sick and tired. I'm sick I mean, and tired. I'm sure there's a good amount in New York. Y'all got a bunch. When no, I was, no. Really? They don't. Yep. Man, sorry. So the first one that we got noted down, it is, um, it, it goes, how to appreciate and embrace my culture rather than being conscious about it. I like this question. Um, I think I was kind of in this this point in my life. I would say when I was like 19, 20, where I was like, yeah, I'm brown and like, yeah, I'm Bengali. Like I'll tell people I'm Bengali, but like that's pretty much all I really said. I didn't know like the name of like my mom's village. I didn't know m- much just about my culture. So did did you want to go first or, or you want me to go? No, go ahead. Go ahead. So I think um I I think I think for this, how I I, I think I, I I cured it through a couple of different ways. Some of them are easy and some of them are not so easy i think like the not so easy one is i went to bangladesh when i was 19 and that was pretty much the beginning of like the change of my perspective because like you know when when we when we talk about like our culture our religion our our identity and stuff you know it's it's cool and it works to like hear it from our parents watch videos about bangladesh you know read stuff about bangladesh like all that is great but it's like going there and living that life for like a few weeks or or months or whatever there's immersing yourself in there yeah really really diving into it it's like there's there's nothing that compares it to it bro like you you can read all you want you can watch all the movies that you want but really going made me realize like you know i thought i was gonna hate it because i was like oh it's gonna be hot mad people uh the internet sucks but it's like you go and then you're like man like you just have like a a a revelational moment where you're just like you get upset with like the way that you've been operating when it comes to like admiring your culture and identity your whole life like when I went I really was like man like this stuff is so beautiful and I hate that it took me so long because you know they're brown kids that I grew up with that like we're so immersed in like being brown and I never really cared about being brown. Like I, I've shared that before. So, um, you know, I relate to this advice point a lot. Um, so, so that was one thing, you know, of course, going to Bangladesh is, is a huge kind of step. So, right. you know, obviously it's people, not, it, it's yeah, not realistic for, for just to do that. Mm-hmm. But I think just like the idea of like, you know, where you might be now with just like saying that you're brown understand that like the immersion is is super important so whether it is just like playing more of the music you know in the car instead of like your trap music or just like spending more time instead of watching netflix watch like some short films that have like directors from those countries you know there are a couple of like you know we've watched some um like bangladeshi uh like films together like your mom was in one and like we watched another one it's mm-hmm. called doob you know it's on netflix and that yeah. one was beautiful and it's like we watch like bollywood movies for fun too and it's like you know 
I, I think just the the immersion is really important. Just un, just con, you know, a lot of us will spend so much time just like listening to like whatever music, watching whatever show, cooking whatever meal. But it's like there is so much to like the culture that we got now, and and we're you know consciously making the the choice to like instead of making like a burger, try to make some like dal or some like porta. You know, like like think about this kind of stuff, like make it a part of your habit, you know? And so, so that's one point that I got. Um, I have another one, but I'll let you go. Yeah. I was, I was thinking the same thing. It's like, if you don't, if you aren't connected to your culture, make it a part of a hobby or a passion that you already like doing. So for example, if you really like fashion, try incorporating your culture into your fashion in some way so for example like the other day i met a supporter on the subway and i've never you know i've i've met people that have supported me before obviously but i've never met someone that was wearing my designs when i met them and it was literally seven o'clock in the morning and she said that you know she's really whitewashed but my piece of clothing is like the only thing that she has that like represents her culture and like it her parents are really proud that she wears it and her sister wears it too. And that really made my heart warm because, you know, she admitted that she's not very incorporated with her roots, but yet she's still representing her culture through my fashion, through my clothing and things like that. It's like, if you are very into history, so you know, if you're reading up on like European history or like if you're reading up on history that doesn't correlate to you, why don't you use that passion that you already have and learn up, learn about something that, you know, actually does relate to you. And I feel like just making like what you said, like um, relating it to music, Bangla music and like Hindi music, whatever your culture is, that music freaking pops off. Like, I remember back in the day, I still do, obviously, I used to listen to a lot of Hindi music, a lot of Urdu music, a lot of Bollywood, um, Punjabi music. I still don't understand any of the lyrics. I've never understood any of yeah. the lyrics. But, like, I thought it was cool because all my friends were brown, Indian, and they were listening to it. And I thought, okay, like, this is how I'm going to fit in. And I never listened to Bangali music. But now I literally listen to Bangli music the most if you yeah. guys want my playlist let me know because i yeah. got a fire playlist but it is so nice to immerse yourself in your language in your culture you just have to take the small steps you know it's like the everyday things it's like listening to music on the commute and you think that's a small thing but it ends up being pretty big at the end of the day you know it's a part of your culture and, and it's like when we see our mom like cooking in the kitchen like go go in the kitchen with her and just like stand and like watch her and if she like yells right. at you that like you're taking up her space, just be like, yo, mom, I'm just just watching you. <laughs> right. Let me be. You know, right. there I I think in general there are so many like like um like decisions that we make throughout the day that we don't even realize that we can integrate into like our culture. Mm -hmm. You know, like again, right. like the the stuff I said, like I love watching videos and and reading up on stuff that's more about me instead of learning about stuff that has no correlation to me you know this is all right. stuff that we're doing consciously so really adjusting that in your head is is a big thing that i have and i think in general um my other point was you kind of hinted on it, is just having like a, a bigger purpose to it you know like right. have you know everybody wants to do things but putting kind of like if not a goal, just like a, a general kind of like a, an end, uh, something to follow, like a North Star, like a purpose behind it. So like, why is it that you want to appreciate and embrace your culture more? You know, right. I have my reasoning. You have your reasoning. I think just having that North Star, writing it down, just so you have something to kind of follow and remind yourself is something that really helps me out. So, yeah, like like I was thinking about when I used to be really whitewashed in late college, I mean, late high school you know, I didn't really care about my culture at all. And I think some of the few things that I did in the beginning to kind of get that integrated into my lifestyle is first, I started sur surrounding myself with brown people and people that reminded me of my culture. And, you know, you talk to your friends every single day. So that was a very good 
um, implementation. And then another thing that I'm doing now because you know, I'm very into my culture now, but something small right now is I'm literally reading a book by a Bangali author and it takes place in Bangladesh. And it's just like small things like that. And it's like literally just integrated into your daily schedule, especially if you're already doing things of the same sort in your life, you know? And I think in general, like, if you want to get more into your culture, you don't have to go like zero to a hundred. There are like things right. in between that it you takes can, years. Yeah. You know, like there are, there's like Bangladeshi American fusion food. You know, there are like Bangladeshi mm, American yep. artists, yep, yep. you know, there, are, there, there are in-betweens that you can right. start with. So try to find role models and also like listen to your parents' stories and their yeah. life histories. Like I used to just kind of drown it out. You I know, didn't honestly, really like care. we can, we can literally make this like a whole other episode. Like, I know, I know. We, we should, have, honestly. Like, there, I like this there's one. A, there's a reason why they're telling you the stories. There's a reason why they're telling you their whole journey and the country that they're from. It's because there's a lot of weight to it and there's a lot of history in it. And there's no other better way to learn about yourself and your history and, you know, your culture other than firsthand, you know? Yeah. So, and also I just finished reading a book. It's called The Joy Luck Club. If you guys want another, if you guys want a really good book recommendation, take that. It's it's about Asian Americans and immigration and just perspectives from Asian American moms and just, you know, how our history and our culture is tied to them and how as Americans we kind of overlook it. And it's a really interesting book. Cool. Uh, 15 minutes on one question. That's a good start. Yeah, sorry about that. Sorry about that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Next one is... um. How can I build my audience and reach out to more people as an upcoming artist? This is something obviously more geared towards artists, um, but we want to answer real quick. You are an artist that is that already made it. You're not upcoming no more. She got oh, no, about no, to hit no. two thousand sales, it. two thousand subscribers. I what did else? not make it. What else? So no, so, no, no. so I did not make real it. quick, real quick. What are some tips that you got? sorry what was the question again fine i'll go first (laughs) um so i mean obviously i don't have much because i'm i'm not super hot at the moment but one thing that i've realized the hottest (laughs) there she goes one thing i've realized (laughs) just in general is um i'm not sure if you're brown you probably i mean if you're listening to this probably brown if you're not brown that'd be kind of cool how many non-brown listeners no we have have a lot of non-brown listeners do we yeah why do you listen to this so many dms girly come on um we're great people in general i realize one thing about brown people is like for the most part brown people will support the hell out of brown people um and you know majority of my like followers and people that have bought my book you know they're they're all brown so i think one thing is to just again if if you're brown take advantage of the fact that you're brown and i think in general it's like you you just really have to be different. There are so many people that are just like carbon copies of each other. If you're not finding yeah. one way to like stand out from everybody yeah. else, like I understand what makes me different from all of the other like brown skin boys that are, are doing something. And, and I'm rolling with that. And people remind me of what makes me different. So you just got to find that one thing and run with it. So that's all. I got. Yeah, I got I got a lot of tips. So first off, obviously, I'm still learning this. I'm not at any point saying that i'm successful you made it 2000 subscribers it. yeah right, anyway so um first things first not only do you have to be different but i think you also have to be vulnerable at one point like mashoon like you have a poetry book that you freaking poured your heart into like obviously you have vulnerability in it you know you have to connect with your audience a lot of people just have instagrams and they have like an aesthetic life they fabricate everything to make it seem like everything's perfect but at the end of the day they don't seem humane and i think a very big part in your growth is to um emphasize that you aren't perfect and that you can connect with other people and another thing that i'm still learning about is that you have to have the ability to talk to people anyone and everybody and not even just for the purpose of connections and networking but just to learn more and grow more from their knowledge and and just, you know, be their friends. Because at the end of the day, 
it's very hard to do things on your own and trust me i get it i love doing things on my own and making my own way but also it's really nice to have people in your corner people that you can trust people that you can grow from grow from and like be inspired by and it's really important like on top of that what i said about being different and being vulnerable i realized that my art only grows when i'm very deep with my art and i'm very passionate about it i feel like a lot of people can see right through your bullshit a lot of people can see that you're being ingenuine about your art and what you post so just put your everything into it i know you know that can give that can make you burnt out or whatever it is but put your everything into it it will pay off and be very genuine with it you know a lot of people are doing what you want to do you just have to be different and i know everyone says that but it's true like honestly on youtube when i first started i was literally making even my art when i first started i was making things that everyone was making you know and then i realized that like the way i started editing my videos or the way i started talking in my videos or making the thumbnails or drawing my art whatever it is once i started doing what i was you know geared towards doing and i started following my heart that's when i started growing in followers yeah so yeah yeah. and also post constantly yeah that's all i gotta say sorry yeah cool cool awesome um cool next number three (laughs) question number three not question advice we're flying through huh we're flying Flying through. through all right next one is it is something that we can relate to um finding your own balance with faith even though your co- your community doesn't understand mm. you know i actually told mashoon that i want to do a whole separate episode on this but yeah 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 we we will so we don't have to go super in depth because we'll yeah. probably do another episode on this yeah we really want to do a whole episode on this it's just like since we're still navigating this on our own we still yeah. have a lot of thoughts about this we kind of want to you know have more solidified thoughts before we you know spew advice or whatever it is to you guys but i think the board that we're on right now is that mashun and i are both very spiritual and religious at some extent and i think the the okay so i was in sunday school from a very young age you know my parents put me in like learning arabic and we my brother and i used to hate that just because it was very enforced and i think a lot of people can relate to that because like you're either put into islamic school throughout your high school years or you're either you know taught the quran and surahs whatever and oh we're also muslim by the way and and i feel like when you're taught like that it's kind of forced on you and you don't really want to be in the religion that you're in because it's like you know you're forced to learn it you're not learning it authentically but now that we're older i feel like we're navigating it on our own and it's more it's coming to us in a more genuine way because you know we have the privilege of learning on our own and it's not forced on us and it's really interesting because if you have good intentions i feel like everything should work out in your life you know if you always constantly wish bad on others if you constantly are thinking bad things it's you're probably not gonna like get all the things you want in life you know well i think i think before anything like the second part of what you said like even though your community doesn't understand it's really important to to realize that like it literally does not matter if your community doesn't get it it does not matter like and and like i don't mean that in in a way where i don't understand what you're saying i totally understand what you're saying um you know my my mother is is heavily religious and i'm not as religious as her maybe not yet maybe i will be one day but i understand what what like how it feels to to not be at the same level that maybe the people are around you but realize that like you're literally on your own journey like everybody is on their own on their own journey towards faith some of the most islamic people that i know today were the least islamic people when they were younger you know it's kind of how this how this journey how this pilgrimage plays out for everybody yeah and i'm discovering my own balance at the moment as well and that's literally what my whole poetry book is about it's about me like learning how to trust in god and and me trying to understand like 
what my connection towards faith is and it's it's completely okay you know i i do things that are not you know supposed to be done in in islam and even if you know i recognize that some of them are bad i'm able to kind of justify them in my head in my own way that's kind of my own path towards become closer becoming closer to god and again it's like it's important to realize that like you know even if this isn't what you want to hear, like a lot of this stuff about religion is heavily like, like based on interpretation and, and just based on interpretations, you know, it's right. a, like, it's, it's unclear what is like, like what is solidified right and what's and not. Wrong. So it's like, yeah. you know, really treat it like your own journey. Like you're not here to prove how Muslim you are to the people around you. That does not matter. Right. Cause at the end of the day, it's like, you know, in the guest that we just had, he he had this story that I told my mom that I really liked. I don't know if you remember it. And like, I, I don't want to recite the whole story because it'll take a while. But his whole point was essentially like people are so um, pe- people nowadays are religious just out of fear and not out of love. Right. You know, mm-hmm. they they kind of let the fear aspect of religion control them and not the love, which is like what religion is based on. Religion is supposed to be guilt. a way to be closer to yourself, a way to be closer to God. It's not here to be scared that your community doesn't get it. It doesn't matter. If even if you even if they're saying something, even if it's something that you're saying to yourself, it does not matter. It's your own pilgrimage. My journey is far different than like anybody I know that that is a, a Muslim. And that's OK because it's my journey. And like I know that one day, you know, I'm going to be closer to God than all these other people because the route I'm going is going to bring it. You know, the, the connection is going to be so strong. So all in all, yeah. like it's, it does not matter what your community says. It's literally just you. It's your journey. You know, at the end of the day, like the only person that truly knows your intentions is you and god right so whatever religion you are you are the only person that knows your true intentions so no one can tell you otherwise or no one can tell you that where you're going is wrong because you know where your heart is you know where you're going and i was talking to my friend today and he told me something very interesting and i really like the perspective that he um took and he was saying that you know if you're on the highway and you're supposed to take an exit and you're closer to the exit Whereas your friend hasn't even left the home yet, right? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. You're, you're eventually going to get to the same point, you know, but probably at different times. And yeah. th- that's fine, you know. Maybe like the person closer to the exit. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll wait for you here while you come. Like, I'll, I'll be here when you come. But that doesn't mean that they're always going to stay at home, you know. They're eventually going to go on their own path and they're going to, take wrong turns sometimes but they're figuring it out and i really like that analogy because that's really how your um your uh exploration with with religion is you know you're exploring your identity you're exploring religion and you're getting there on your own time frame and that's fine you know there's no room for judgment here so i like that that's all we're gonna say on this i know we have a lot to say we've been talking about it for a long time yeah no actually we're we're, you should expect an episode on this like soon like we yeah let us know if you want that but i think in general like we we um we haven't done it because it's it's honestly just kind of like a sensitive topic for us because it's something that we're actively both going through we haven't mastered this balance yet we don't know what our balance is yet like we're figuring this out too so you know yeah. we're eager to talk about it but at the same time it's a little bit scary to talk about because we don't really it, know it yet. is yeah it is scary because it's like our beliefs are very um fresh and new but i know yeah. what we're feeling is valid and i also know that our parents who listen to our podcast and watch our videos is you know they have traditional views and it might be hard for them to 
understand where we're coming from but yeah yeah i hope i hope you guys can take our thoughts and you know not think too deeply of it yeah uh we're not an expert on anything at all um yeah you're an expert at youtubing yeah, two thousand subscribers. Ah, hell no! <laughs> Come on, relax. Now you gotta relax with this. Uh, okay, boom. Yeah, yeah. We'll have an, a whole episode about this, hopefully soon. We'll see. Uh, number four. I, I really like this question. I've I've really liked all these questions, honestly. Like a lot of them are. No, honestly, really guys, good. we had like twenty, twenty-five. Yeah, we had. We don't we even had have a, twenty-five subscribe. Twenty-five. Followers. We only got twenty-five <laughs> listeners. <laughs> Where did all these come from? <laughs> um, um, okay, number four. Um, I like this one too. It's. How can I make living in a toxic family enjoyable? I'm not in a position where I can move out. This is the reality for a lot of people. Yeah. So we should have started out with this. That was a good yeah, one. Yeah, honestly. Um I mean what? You you want to start with that? No, go ahead. You got it. Uh I don't got it. Um <laughs> I mean I mean like okay, like, you know, full transparency, like we were both in these situations. Um, it's stuff that I think, I think, um, we wanted somebody to tell us how to do it while we were there. I don't think we really had somebody that was like, oh, I see the situation that you're in. Like, this is the way that you should go about it. And, um, it was kind of stuff that I'm not going to say that we figured out, like we just kind of managed with what our circumstances were. So again, like we're not experts on this, but I'm happy to share like what I did, um, I think in general, it's it's remember to realize that like you you should always distance yourself from the people that bring negativity towards your life. I'm not well, saying you can't really do that. No, yeah, you can't I'm really. not I'm not saying I'm not saying cut off your parents, but I'm saying instead of like taking that screaming session, just kind of like leave. Walk away. You know, you know instead of arguing back and forth, be the bigger man or woman and just leave you know and I, I i you know obviously i totally understand that like emotions get to us these are everything i'm saying is so much easier said than done but you know i also want to say that like everything i'm saying is stuff i did so i'm not saying that's impossible you know there will be times where where stuff's going on at home and instead of adding fuel to the fire i'll just step out and i think like in brown family houses and brown homes in general um, a lot of things are emotion based, you know, um, a lot of things kind of like heat up real quick and then they die back down, you know, a- at least in, yeah. in the people that I know, it's like, there'll be an argument and then like 10 minutes later, everybody will like forget about it. And it's not because, um, you know, they're like trying to forget about it. I think that's just how like our parents is like heads kind of work, you know, maybe they, they just get really built up about something because it triggers something from the past and they get really heated up and then everything is fine later on. So, you know, and, and mm. I understand the effect that that can have on kids because they don't see it that way. You know, they just see it for what it is face value, which is my parents are arguing. I'm sad. I think just realizing like, you know, when when things are heating up, just. I don't know, man, like I, I don't want to be the guy that's like telling you to, to be patient. But it's like, it's what I did. I real like I realized the times when my mom was upset and I I took that into account before the situation. You know, I, I, I never added fuel to the fire. I, I remember when Mashoon used to keep telling me to be patient when I was living at home and I was so sad and I used to hate it so much. So like, obviously, he's giving this advice to try to help you because he's gone through it. You know, he knows the other ways around it. But at the end of the day, I know how frustrating it can be when you hear that type of advice. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt. I think another another piece of advice that you actually forgot to mention that you actually did is to find a safe space in your house or like outside of your house. Like yours was your car. You used to go to your car to kind of cool down and write and think. And I think it's really important to find a place where you can kind of just think away from home, you know, or not away from home, but like close to home or even away from home. Um, like I remember I didn't really have many, honestly, but I remember I had this one place upstairs and I used to just like look out at nighttime and everything just felt very small and it felt like my problems weren't that big because like when you're looking outside at nighttime from this second story house 
and like you're looking down on everything it's like everything seems small you know because you're just higher up and i think it puts things in, into perspective obviously your problems and your issues aren't gone but it for a few minutes like it disappears um yeah you just need a place to kind of calm down and find peace and i think like you know one thing that i really tried practicing when i was at home is like honestly communication goes like such a long way and i know that it's not easy to talk to your parents a lot of the time everybody's home situations is different but i tried you know i picked up my end of the bargain and i tried my best talking to my mom about like our emotions as much as possible there would be days where like i'll be sitting on the couch and be like hey mom like you know, I, I don't like when you do this. And, and she'll get upset. She'll be like, ah, and I'll be like, hey, mom, like, you know, if if you want to argue, I'll I'll just, I'm going to just go. But like, if you want to talk about this, like, we can talk about it. And again, like, this is not the situation that everybody kind of has. But I think in general, it's like just put, putting up, like picking up your end of 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 the whole situation you know when when my mom used to get really upset that like I was bothering her in the kitchen I would just kind of like step outside the kitchen a little bit but like she would still like kind of like see me there and like feel my presence and it's like it's really easy for us to get upset it's really easy like our our, our ego gets in the way our pride gets in the way it's so easy to just get riled up but it's it's so mature to to not you know it's 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 so much more mature to just kind of like take a step back a little bit, but like still kind of be like the bigger person in the situation. Like there'd be times where like my mom came home and like before she opened the door, I would run on, I would run from my room onto the couch just so the first thing that she saw when she came home was like me on my laptop doing like my homework. And that'll just kind of like make her a little bit more happy for like the evening, you know? So like just kind of doing your end, even if you don't see them doing anything from their end to like do to like have a return to the situation just do as much as you can and if you if you if you if doing it for them is not enough just do it for yourself because all these little things really build up your maturity and it does pay out in the long run you know we're 23 and and we we've seen like what our patients you know what the positive implications it can have on our parents just in the long run so. Yeah. Uh, another thing that I want to talk about really briefly is like, I understand, obviously, if you're in a toxic household, you kind of want to be left on your own. You probably don't even talk to your parents that much. But I think a very underrated thing that a lot of people realize a lot later on when they're older is just how nice it is to spend time with your parents. Like, for example, if your parents are going to the grocery store together, or if your mom is going to the grocery store, tag along with them because a lot of them are kind of lonely. You know, they it, it is toxic in the household for you, but sometimes it's or for the most part it's also toxic for them. Like maybe the marriage is toxic. Maybe just like you know, they're not having a good life and they're just kind of putting that on you, you know? So maybe they just want company and you know, sometimes you just don't want to talk to them because you guys yelled the day before and it's you just, just have to be the bigger person, cycle. you know? Yeah, you have to be the bigger person, tag along with them, and they will really appreciate it, even if they don't say it. Yeah, like, my, my mom never asked me to go grocery shopping with her. But I know that, like, deep down, she got, kind of always wants me to hang out with her, you know? And it's, yeah. like, it's really easy for us to be like, nah, I'm studying. Like, mom, like, nah, I'm doing this. But it's, like, you have mm, the time to go. You, gro- really? you have the time yeah. to go grocery shopping with your mother. Even if, like, you guys don't even say a word to each other. Just, like, that presence is is, yeah. is is the beginning. And a lot of people just avoid that first step in general. Um, so, we both understand toxic households. Um, and we understand the difficulties behind it. And the things that are, you know, just hard to do. It's hard to talk to your parents. It's hard to want to spend time with them. But at the end of the day, like, like, honestly, it's those exact same things that are going to help, like, remedy the situation. And just really yeah. thinking about it like that, it's it's hard, but we're telling you how we did it. So, yeah. 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 Another good one. 
we'll go more into that <laughs> one one episode too i don't think we we haven't really talked about that in an episode i don't think maybe like here and yeah. there but yeah let us know what you guys want to want us to talk about um a lot of you guys sent us responses about you know advice on moving out and arranged marriages yeah. and all these different things buddy oh come on we got two on those already how many yeah we have out? we have episodes on moving out but obviously if you want something more in depth about a specific topic then we would love to go into that also you know some topics we just don't really have the knowledge on and we're not just we don't we do want to deliver you know yeah. we want to give you that conversation it's just we don't have experience and we just don't know how to really talk about it yeah. so it's not like we're ignoring you it's just we're not you know well versed in it yeah. so yeah. yeah let us know what you want want us to talk about we got new mics too if y'all haven't noticed you know? new mics yeah <laughs> new, new mic alert all right <laughs> that's number four are we doing a good job you think we're you think we're doing good yeah let us know i think we're doing good i'm also I, sorry I we're pretty tired <laughs> yeah yeah we've 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 had long days. But we're making it work. We're making we're, it work. We're busy I had some people. coffee tonight. What? Yeah. I thought you made tea. I had coffee tonight. No, I, I made, made coffee to stay awake My to goodness. Wow, the dedication. Yeah, yeah I got to leave us five stars just for that. Number five, our last one. Um, it is how to tackle the conversation around arranged marriages. See, this is one of those topics that we didn't really have too much knowledge on, yeah. but we'll try our best. Yeah, but I just want to speak on a little bit. Obviously, it's kind of like a popular kind of topic to just like talk about. Um, have, has your mom ever brought up a range marriage to you? You know, honestly, she... I told her from a very young age that I would never get an arranged marriage just because I saw how much damage it did to couples that did go through it and like... But also it's like a cultural thing. Like they had to stay with their partners because like they can't leave them. And it's like arranged marriages in my head never worked out. And there was just always like bad stereotypes of, of them in media and just like what I've seen experience wise. So I told her from a very young age, I was like, I am never getting arranged marriage. I'd rather stay single than ever get arranged marriage. So she knew from a young age to mm. not ever bother me about that. She'll just joke about it right now. So I'm blessed. But yeah, yeah. I remember this one day, I forgot, I was maybe like 17 or 18. My mom came to me when my sister wasn't home and was, and was like, oh, like, I found this this one boy for your sister. And I was just like, I didn't, I didn't think I said anything, but I was like, what the hell are you talking about, mother? Are you sick in the head? <laughs> but I, I think I think in general, oh, it's mother. like, it's like, you know, I feel like there's like this group of topics that our parents talk about a lot that we just get really upset when they when they bring it up you know like arranged marriages are just like absurd i mean it makes sense a lot of people a lot of people don't have the privilege of saying no to arranged marriages like if their parents say that then they have to get it so i i can definitely empathize i think i think my only point would be like um again like we get we get really upset when these things are brought up and I think the correct way to go about it is to just be a little bit more rational. As as absurd of a claim or an idea that your parents may bring up, you know, the more absurd the idea it is, the more upset we're going to get at them for even bringing it up. But the the right way is to just really rationalize it with them, you know. You know, like if if your parents bring up arranged marriages, you can talk about how like you know, in our culture, it's so normal for just like, you know, my family needs someone that's that needs to be married. Your family needs someone that that needs to be married. And then they get married and they realize that they have nothing in common and nothing works at all. And then the family is a whole mess and, and it, the whole family is disrupted. And it's like, you know, when we talk about arranged marriages, like if we're talking about just like two people who don't know each other at all and they're like, yeah, that'll work like that that's not how life works you know like it like two people don't just work because they try to make it work like if you get arranged if you get arranged marriage to someone who is nothing like you like you think right. I, you think i can marry but somebody you know who like i mean i i must say that arranged marriages from what i've seen now in the modern time they are a little bit better because they usually have more time to you know get to know each other i'm not i'm not supporting I would still never get an arranged marriage now, but it is a lot better in this day and age. And also, 
I've seen like so many videos of girls pretending like they're telling their parents about an arranged marriage and like making manip- basically manipulating their parents into thinking that they're the ones that chose the guy for her when really like they've already been dating for years and mm. it's just like a whole thing. I've seen that type of scheme before. Silly goose. But um I think one piece of advice is that like a lot of parents you know have gotten arranged marriages from whenever in the ni- in the late 90s or early- or mid 90s and a lot of them are in unhappy relationships Mm -hmm. and i think like one topic of conversation is like asking your mom like yo if if you were never in an arranged marriage right now like where would you be Mm -hmm. if you never got married at the age you got married at what would you have accomplished you know and i recently made a post on my instagram talking about how i I'm graduating with my master's. I'm going to be the first one graduating with my master's in my whole family, all before the age of 24. And I'm literally graduating this from the same college that my mom never was able to graduate from because she got married young and she yeah. had me. And it's just so crazy because like if she never got married, if she never had me, she would have finished her degree. She would have gotten her English degree. Yeah. Like God knows where she would have been, you know? Like obviously everything happens for a reason and she's where she's supposed to be because of everything that happened. But it's also like it makes you wonder like where would you be? And I feel like that's such a nice way of talking about this topic with your mom because it's like it hits home, you know? It's connecting this topic that's impeding on your life is that the word impeding um i think so sure it's you're you're talking about this (laughs) um thing that's impeding on her life with something that she can connect with you know and it kind of makes that that um that uh click in her head because it's like oh shit like why would i want my daughter to go through something like this why would i want my daughter to be in, in in an unhappy relationship for the most part. Obviously, not every arranged marriage is unhappy. Why would I not want her to, you know, accomplish her dreams? You know, yeah. And it's just like that's that's like a good way of of talking to your mom about it because really, so many of our of our moms' dreams got cut short because of 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 a marriage that they weren't really into. You know. Yeah, that's kind of what I was gonna say. Like being able to not only like talk about it rationally but bring it back to like directly correlate to like your mother or father's life is like it it makes it personalized it's not just kind of like an idea it's not just like a claim it's like specialized to to your family and it makes more sense when you're talking about them directly so it's just like in general it's like get closer with your parents you know if your parents are are pushing this like idea of arranged marriage and you see kind of like the the pain points in it get closer with your parents like find out how you can better get them to understand why it doesn't make sense like why it's not the the right idea for you you know and and like you were saying like a lot of parents dreams got cut short because they did they made the wrong choice at the right time whether it was their choice or not you know the arranged marriages obviously there are some that are successful but it's like if you're committed on the idea that like you don't want one I think, again, just being rational within, being able to directly relate it to them, hopefully it works out. That was a good one. Yeah, you dig what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. Range marriages are crazy. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Like, there's, there's this girl that I went to high school with. She didn't even get to go to her um her high school prom because uh she had to fly to Bangladesh and not her prom sorry her graduation she couldn't even go to graduation she did a flat of bangladesh and get married that's really sad. right when she was 18 that's yeah really man she's crazy it's crazy out here um but yeah that's that's uh, all we got those five five points um we had a lot more we'll do more advice sessions if you guys liked what we were saying please let us know if you guys think what we said was absolutely bonkers and it didn't make any sense Please let us know too. We like constructive criticism, but um. Yeah, but we haven't been getting any recently. What's up with that, huh? Yeah, it's like 
<laughs> I keep thinking about the whole mic thing. Like our listeners have gone up so much since our new mics, and it's like, why didn't you tell you us that our mics suck? It's always you like, oh, you guys are, are great. You guys, you guys are killing it. Tell us we suck, please, please. We want to get better. It's you like we're gonna announce goose. something new out of nowhere, and then suddenly, like, we're there. Everyone's gonna be like, oh, thank God. Girlies, where were you at when we were begging for advice? And we need, criticism? we need like a, we need like a, like a, like a clan name. You know how like Justin, oh, Be- Justin Bieber has like the, the difficulties or the difficulties. <laughs> the difficulties. <laughs> it sounds like we hate them. Yeah, there's the such difficulties. difficulties. Oh my Welcome god! Welcome back, difficulties. Oh my god, that's ridiculous. How about the? How- Welcome back, the difficult. What? <laughs> what like are you even saying? You're deleting. Go to sleep. <laughs> Go to sleep. All right. Please. You have any 10 second advice? Uh, with this whole episode was advice. What yeah, else do you want from me? We can't forget that. That's our roots. What else do you want from me? Um, I don't know. You got, I got one? one? All right. Yeah. I mentioned in the beginning, but we got to crop that out because it took up a lot of our time. <laughs> so basically. I have been realizing that I can't keep my best outfits and accessories and best looks and all my plans for later on. You know, it's like if you work five days a week, it's like you're always waiting for the weekend to have fun, right? But that's essentially only two days a week. And it's like you're always waiting for some time to dress up and wear a certain type of clothing for a special occasion. But really, what kind of life is that, you know? You only live once. You're telling me that you're going to wear your friggin' business attire to work and that's it when you have such nice clothing in your closet. So I started wearing whatever I wanted at my work and I don't give a shit who looks at me. There's so many people staring and judging me and I don't care. I am not going to be boring, okay? I'm not going to save my best outfits for later on. Mm. My life is worth celebrating every single day. Yes, it I is. I don't care. Mic drop. That's it. Yes, it is. Nice 10 seconds. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, um, if, if my advice is uh, if, if you're a guy and you're going through it, uh, get a bus cut. Uh, it helps. How did that help? What did uh, you go through? What were you going through? Uh, it. <laughs> I was going through it. Yeah, that's all I got. All right, leave us five stars, please. Um, leave us we're, five stars. We're, we're the best uh, South Asian uh, podcast um, ever. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, guys, I literally have wow, to wake up at five thirty. We suck. Currently, we're literally the currently worst podcasters ever. Alright guys, we love you. Follow yeah. us Labyrinth Ave, We have a cool Manier, we have a cool guest coming up. Dish. I'm really excited. We got I don't know if we'll release that the following episode or, or whatever, but super cool guests coming. We got a lot of cool guests coming. If there's any guests that you want us to hit up, uh we'll try our best too. Uh, Mo knows the whole world. But this one was me though. So Alright. Leave us a review. Uh thank you for listening. Follow us on Instagram. We love you. Good office. Alright, I love this. <laughs>